Welcome back, y'all, to the Zachary Wingate Podcast, and this is episode 69, where we go 365 days, bringing you an episode every single day. Nothing is off the table, and we have a really good show for you. Today, we will be having the one and only Phil Gassard on the show. We will be discussing the recent Netflix show that's so popular, Jeffrey Dahmer. Phil is a Wisconsinite. So he will be talking about Jeffrey Dahmer's accent or the actor playing him, Ryan Murphy. So sit back, relax, and listen and enjoy the podcast. Okay, today we have the one and only Bill Gassard. Bill, what's your middle name? Charles. Bill Carl, it's a good name. Good name. Charles. Yeah, very classy. I guess today, like, I mean, we talked a little bit last night about it, but I didn't know if you wanted to. I was talking about this Jeffrey Dahmer Netflix series, and I really was like curious of what your thoughts were being a consumer of media and things of that nature. <laughs> That's why. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'm from Milwaukee. From Wisconsin. So, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm from West Dallas, which is Milwaukee County. So when I was like three and four years old, Jeffrey Dahmer was in Milwaukee, like, I don't know, probably 10 miles away from where I live, 15 miles. I don't know. Not far. But that was happening. That's oh, yeah. yeah. And I will say that his accent is horribly offensive and stereotypical and um it's the most offensive thing i've come across since that tiktok comedian that you like so much from wisconsin all right let's talk into that all right i can't remember so (laughs) do you feel like i really want to ask do you feel like a survivor phil do you feel like you survive the time i wasn't a i mean no (laughs) Uh, uh, his target was you know young black men and people who went to gay clubs so i avoided the Dahmer, and i was a three-year-old child so you know that's a good yeah i mean and also just just to be clear i think my like main takeaway from this show is that that accent is actually really the actor like really nails it it's probably the best it's like every male figure like authority figure from my childhood when i hear that actor talk in the show and i know it's like when i um and i think his name is ryan murphy so sure sounds like i mean i don't even know where he's from um but yeah when i heard him talk i was like yo this guy sounds just like phil and it's weird i don't know about that for me i'm like like the Wisconsin accent to me is like a good party accent with like good people who like to drink and work and have a good time. And then when I hear it from him, I'm like, this is weird. Like, it's like not his voice intonation isn't like scary or spooky, you know? Sure. And yeah, no, like he just PBRs. Like a... Is that what he drinks in the show? PBRs? Yeah. Hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, it was that in Schlitz in the seventies, I think. Yeah, he has like, like one, those are the two big beers. Yeah, he has one um shirt where he's wearing like an old Milwaukee shirt 
or Milwaukee's vest. I'm like, this dude is wearing cool Probably old Milwaukee beer shirts. But yeah. I think the show like <laughs> it's really interesting because like from my take on it, I'm like, I don't understand why Netflix would create this show and try so mm-hmm. hard to do such a good job of depicting that time. And and I don't yeah. I think now it's the number one hit show in America on Netflix with over oh, like really? and 96 million viewing hours. And it's like, why would a show like this be so successful? You know, and it's like only cool. a show like this would be successful in the United States. Like I'm kind of like curious why you think that would I've be. heard I've heard a couple people talk about it here in Thailand. Um, but yeah, it's definitely not nearly as popular, I'd say. Um but I think true crime's always been popular, you know, obviously. But um, with this, I, I was, I, I, I gotta say, I, I've, I've only watched three episodes, but I am kind of impressed with it. It's not as like, I don't know, glor- it doesn't glorify it as much as I thought it would or try and make like the serial killer seem interesting. Like it really does seem to just accurately show that this was a dude who was suffering a lot, but was also kind of just like, I don't know, a loser, you know? Like, they don't make it seem, like, cool or interesting. They just, like, very accurately show this dude, yeah, I don't know, having a shitty life and being a being a psychopath. Yeah, and it's, like, you know, and it kind of comes down to this concept, too, of, like, evil. So when you watch it, are you, like, is Jeffrey Dahmer an evil person or does he just have a mental issue? Like, and that's really kind of what the show breaks it down. It's, like, To me, like for us, evil is a very simple concept. But when you watch this show and you see this like perspective of a serial killer who felt uh, misunderstood so and really attracted to guts, like it's like, I don't understand. Like, how do you like, how would you define that as evil? You know, it's like, that's kind of the weird part. Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's interesting. Kind of don't like thinking about it. (laughs) <laughs> well i don't like thinking about it either until netflix makes these ridiculous shows and i'm like i mean i'm gonna watch some of it and then it's like really weird too because he's referencing empire strikes back for star wars and i'm like dude don't put that in the movie like we don't need to know jeffrey Dahmer like star wars like that's not appropriate you know mm, yeah that's why you had the yellow tinted sunglasses or glasses whatever because he liked that the emperor's eyes were yellow Mm-hmm. Uh, so like, yeah i will say quickly one more point on the accent a good way to tell if someone has a wisconsin accent and i don't know if he says it on this show i don't think he does in the first three episodes is how they say the name wisconsin like for example i say it the wisconsin way which is to really emphasize the c the wisconsin whereas mm-hmm. when you say it it like it actually upsets me how you pronounce it wisconsin you know, you're like, no you're well you're like Oh, you're from uh, Wis- Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, like a Wisconsin. Well, you, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think the accent's good. But, like, growing up, do you did you ever – I mean, obviously, you're only four or five. But as you got older, did people talk about it? Or was there more – is there anything really around it in, in that area? Uh, uh, yeah, I, ne- I never heard anything about it as a kid. I don't, I don't think I was aware of of Dahmer or anything. The first thing I remember hearing about is OJ Simpson. And I didn't know if that was the same as like Homer Simpson or whatever, but I remember people talking about him, but I don't remember anything about Dahmer. 
I mean, yeah, I feel like O.J. Simpson really took the 90s really by storm. But, <laughs> yeah, we can talk about that next time. But I think, too, it's like when you look at this story and you think, you know, because another thing is like what, you know, I think they, I don't know what they really di diagnose them with. I don't know if it's situational personality disorder or whatever. But it's like when you look at a serial killer and you look at this show, it really sh kind of indicates how quickly a serial killer can change from like, you know, I think the the contrast, I know you've only watched a few episodes, but having his dad bail him out and then him like being a serial killer is a really strange dichotomy to where you see that like transition point, you know, because it's like everyone has a father. And like, could you imagine being the freaking father of Jeffrey Dahmer? Like, I don't know. Like, that's kind of like a weird point, I think, too, in the show. And they do a good job of of showing that. Yeah, I like that actor, too. Uh, he's been on a bunch of stuff. But yeah, I don't know. The dad, it's weird because I've always felt this way about him. Like, he he's a sympathetic guy, but also he did, like, just after the divorce, he just left Jeffrey alone in the house for, like, months at a time apparently so i don't know yeah he left him but it seemed like another thing too that the show really tries to indicate is like i think what makes the show interesting is it shows context for how jeffrey dahmer was created and i don't know if it's to create awareness or just to show it but also the the craziness of the mother or or the issues of her taking like tons of medicine and pills and being described why Jeffrey was in the womb is like a really interesting point as well. Like, I don't know, like it's just those little touches, I think is what makes the show so interesting. Sure. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. seems good. I don't know if I'm going to finish it. It's not, it's not fun to watch. You know, no. yeah. like, yeah, I can only watch it like 10 minutes at a time. And then I'm like, dude, what am I doing? Yeah, I mean, like, you start watching that show, and it's like, why do I want to be in the presence of this? <laughs> like, I'm trying to yeah. escape, and I think I think that's probably what makes the show good, but it also, like, right now, too, in America, I think there's always been an obsession with serial killers, but, like, this murder podcast era, where there's, like, millions of murder podcasts, have you ever listened to them? I listened to the last podcast on the left for a long time. That was true crime. Their comedy kind of got old for me, but um, that's, yeah, it's the only one I ever listened to regularly. I listened to a few others, like maybe a couple episodes, but that's well, about it. It's like, they say like the only people who really listen to them are women. <laughs> like, like there's a, oh, really? like it's, there's a large demographic of like murder podcasts and women will listen to them. Like it's nothing like, and there's like there's like skits where it's like a guy will come in and a woman's doing her makeup and the podcast is like and then he ripped her hair out and then like chopped her head off and the woman is like not even batting an eye and the dude is like what are you listening to like there's like this whole yeah. thing too where like women are the majority of the base for it and it's like i don't understand why <laughs> like why do you not think about this when you go to sleep like women be shopping I know, but it's like I listen to a murder. You know, I mean, I go ahead. I like if I hear a creak in the house, I'm like they're coming for me. Like I'm not ever like I'm like it. Oh, yeah? 
want to put my guard up more after I hear the stuff, you know. I don't know. True crime's always been popular, though. It just, yeah, it depends on how. Like, I never got into the horror movies about serial killers, mainly because they all seemed like they were really bad. Um, but, uh, oh, another one you should check out, if you if you do want to check out True Crime, there was one on Amazon Prime about, um, ah, shoot, who's the guy in Washington State who, who in the 70s, he killed women all around the state once the highway was built. He was like a, Ted Bundy? a lawyer. Ted Bundy, yeah, yeah, Ted Bundy, the, the Bundy Files. Because it's all like from the perspective of women who either knew him or knew the victim. So it doesn't like glorify him or give him like the attention. It's about like the people who are actually affected. Like Ted Bundy had a girlfriend the whole time. And so they like interview her a ton. What it was like having Ted Bundy as a boyfriend while he was, uh, you know, killing women. Um, So that's a good one. But besides that, I haven't watched that much true crime. Yeah, but it's like all of them always start with he was a normal man living in the house. And the neighbor's like, John was a nice guy. He always brought me my paper. Like, it's like weird stuff like that. And you're like, yo, John could be a killer. And then, like, you get into a house and you're like, I just don't know about this neighbor. Like, that's where my mind goes. And I think sometimes, mm-hmm. but it's like, too, it's like that, you know, when um that serial killer movie came out about the guy in Alaska named in John of malkovich not malkovich but what's his name played him huh? like there's a serial no, killer. i don't know there's a movie about a serial killer in alaska and it's pretty extreme but they say he was probably the like the the best serial killer of all time because he would come into the united states and would bury like murder caches in other states oh i've heard of this guy that guy was a fucking loser i mean they all are but he was he wasn't the best. That's what they Who say. Who do you think is the best? I don't know. I, I mean, I don't. I mean, I think the Zodiac killer would probably be the best because the Zodiac how, didn't kill that many people. I know, he, but it was only like, his ability to remain undetected. I mean, it just. What do you think? Like, I mean, I guess Zodiac's how you, a good movie. But how would you define like the best serial killer? Like that. I mean, what yeah, I don't know. Be? I refuse to define it, but now I'm very interested in who. What do you think number one is? But I think two. I don't know. I guess number one, if I said best, I'd say like, I don't know, the person I find most like interesting in a, you know, what the fuck kind of way. Like, and I think it's Dahmer for me. I think for me, it's like Richard Ramirez because Uh, yeah, he was crazy. And the way he would Mm. kill people was like insane. And it was so random. And I like watched a documentary on maybe I watched too many documentaries on serial killers, but I watched a documentary on him one time and it really showed the scene where like the police were investigating him and like Richard Ramirez almost came in and killed a cop. And the cop was like, mm-hmm. like the cop was terrified of the guy and eventually they caught him and like how they caught him is he was, he was in the process of like doing it because what he would do is like stand outside your window if it was like waist height and he would come in your house and then he would like kill you and then you would eat some fruit in the refrigerator and like leave and people were like oh my god and then how eventually they caught him is he like terrified the city of la and then people started to really be vigilant and like watch everything and then one day in like i think daylight he was like trying to kill somebody 
and like the community like identified who it was and they all came together and they like caught him. Mm. Which is pretty crazy. Okay. So is this going to become a true crime podcast now? I don't know. It's not. It's really just talking about. I mean, and I don't know what. I'm just curious. How's it going so far? I've listened to a handful of episodes. Not gotta admit, not many recently. But you still doing it every day? I'm still. I mean, I'm at sixty tomorrow. Will be the sixtieth podcast. I mean, it's a grind. I think some podcasts are good, and some podcasts I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to do a podcast today. And yeah, it's just kind of like finding that balance, but I knew that would happen. And I knew it's like, it's the type of like thing that like, it's going to be a grind and it is what it is, you know? Okay. But well, I can come up with a, another list of ideas for episodes we can do just to shoot them to me. Okay. But going back to the Jeffrey sure. Dahmer show. Sure. Um, it's really interesting because like when you look at what the FBI states, they state that there's probably about 50, 20 to 50 serial killers at right. any given moment operating in the United States. It's like, but you don't hear about like, is it just me? I feel like it's switched from serial killing to school shooting. Like when was the last time you heard about a serial killer getting caught, like man caught who who murdered 13 hitchhikers or, or co-eds or whatever. Like, I can't remember. I feel like Dahmer was the last one I remember hearing about. Or there's BTK in the mid-90s, I think. But I just feel like you don't hear about it much anymore. Yeah, I, I do think it's harder to become... I think it's easy, like easier to get caught now. Like, because if you think about it, you have cell phones, you have cameras around your house, you're always being tracked. Your purchases are being tracked. But if you're killing random people, you're killing random people. You know, that's, I feel like that's why most of them get away for as long as it that they do. It's just like, how do you stop someone if you want to like, if you want to travel five miles away in a random direction and then just kill a random person with no motivation and no one sees you? I feel like it's still probably pretty easy to get away with. Hey, it's weird to I- talk about. I don't think it is because then like, I don't know if it's as easy because then you can track everything on social media. So now if you don't have a social media account or you do have a social media account and you're not consistently posting, like you would have, like people are more connected now than ever. And I think that's where maybe it kind of lies. And then too, it's like, if you're driving, if you're driving and you have your cell phone on you at any given moment, it can be pinged off different towers to determine where you're at so that right there is like then you have to not have a cell phone on you okay like there's just so many different indicators where from the 70s to you know you know the early 2000s there wasn't as much being tracked as there was Mm. so i think that's like a factor but i don't know man but i think you can still do it well, they were talking about there's a potential serial killer in Stockholm, California. I don't know why I know all this information. Like when I just start talking, sometimes it like it stores in my. But they're saying that there's a killer in Stockholm who's killing like like middle aged Latinos, and like the consistent pattern is still there. But two, I think another sure. contributing factor is all the research and data 
to understand what serial killers like what they were has really happened in the last 30 years so prior to that there wasn't as much research being poured into it as well that helped like catch serial killers and understand pattern assessment because once it gets on that list there's a whole level of criteria and data that they're that they're that they're using to do like predictive analysis gotcha yeah i don't know man maybe you're right by the way if you can hear that i'm not peeing i'm pouring water into a bottle sure you are sure you are but other than that i mean the podcast i don't know i mean it's like it's an experiment i don't know i think the whole goal is to get it to make money but now because i'm in the united states anchor which is what i put my podcast on allows you to make money but like Natalie, like my wife, she started making a podcast three years ago and she got grandfathered in to where if she just says an ad on the podcast, they give her money. But now you have to have a thousand listeners before they give you paid ads. I'm like, damn, like, it's, I don't know how long that's going to take. Like, like my average yeah. click per episode is three, you know, <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. No, I, I don't know. I feel like you got to do like, you got to do like hashtagable titles or whatever, you know? So it's like today we talk about, you know, hashtag nachos or whatever. And then, and then when you post that on social media, you might get some traction. I don't, I don't fucking yeah. know, man. Well, I'll, I'll I don't know how you do this. You just have to be consistent because everybody and their brother now is a podcast. I mean, who doesn't have a podcast? I don't. I'm pretty sure Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, but you're on a podcast, so just think about that. Neil Patrick yeah, Harris sure. has a podcast. Um, well, what the fuck does that mean? So what? <laughs> so <laughs> no, I know everyone does. There, there, there are a lot of them. But to get like a good podcast to break through, it just there, it just takes consistency. That's I mean, it's like anything in life. You just have to keep doing it and not focus on the results because. In the beginning, the results aren't, you can't measure it, you know. Yeah. Maybe I'll start a competing podcast. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. But then. Okay. Well, dude, of, I'll, I'll get it. I'll get in touch soon with some ideas, though. I, I think I got some good ones. All right. That's good. That's good. Like my last two podcasts, <laughs> I thought were pretty good about billionaires because I did a podcast mm -hmm. where Jeff Bezos, have you heard this? He's making a clock that'll last 10,000 years in a mountain on his land. And he's spending $42 million on it. Okay. Like that's it. He's like in his rationality for it is because time is reflect. Like things can be done in time. I'm like, Jeff, like just say you're rich and you just wanted to make it because you're a billionaire. Like you don't have to give us, you don't have to justify it to us, sure. you know? Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. And then the last one I did was on video games. Because you'd think like video games would be like really bad, but they say it increases people's ability to have like problem solving situation awareness. And it actually helps dyslexic kids read better because they can process between video and sound faster, which I thought was pretty interesting. Hmm. But what what do you think okay. the list? What do you think your list would be, Phil? What do you got for me? Ah, oh, man, off the top of my head, uh, uh, how about like one on like? Do you think, dude? 
You put me on the spot. Okay. Top five. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, big cage movies. <laughs> Bro, that was a great uh, podcast. I feel like that was our best work. Yeah, dude, I think. Uh, I Go think ahead. you just got to get like, they got to be like, if you're going to do it every day, they got to be like 10 to 15 minutes or something. They got to be tight. Yeah. And that's how I've been keeping it. I think too, like I just, honestly, I look at TikToks until I find one interesting and then I just do research on the topic, which has been a pretty good way of doing it. And it makes the shows random. So it's like not- It makes sense. So it's like, you're not listening to the same show every time because like redundancy and podcasts get really old. Sure. When Joe Rogan tells you a story that you've heard like 50 times- you want to like you're like the, the kid you're like he's your uncle and you're like joe you've told me this story before and he's like yeah 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 uh, uh, yeah the, the sports podcast i like it's like a local dc guy and so not many people listen to it and so i feel like i'm kind of an insider but mm-hmm. yeah he's gotten he's been doing it for like six years now and he's he's gotten very repetitive yeah that's what you gotta work but then too like speaking of sports yeah, what's up with Aaron Rodgers' haircut, dude? He cut off all his hair, and now he looks like a – he has like a – His podcast is now all over the place. <laughs> it is all over the place. But, like, I'm just curious what you think about his haircut. I don't know. He looks old. He just looks old now. He looks old and tired no matter the haircut. I don't know. It's fine. I haven't really looked at it that much. Well, speaking of, you know, Wisconsin, Wisconsinites there. Sure. No one else. Sure, but you know, I left that life. Ask me about Thailand next time. I'll tell you all about it. Yeah, we'll do a pod, we'll do a Thailand podcast. Five things you need to know if you're moving to Thailand. Boom, good one. We could do we could do a podcast episode where I just bitch about the coworker I don't like. Um, we could do, <laughs> I'm telling you, I got, I got a ton of ideas. That's hilarious, dude. If you like, I feel like that'd be like a very Phil podcast. And you right? like, that's why I can't do a podcast. If I did a podcast every day by day 365, it would just be me like being like, and another thing. Yeah. But like, like watch like a billion people like listen to you and you're like, I don't understand. Like, you know. Yeah. I inadvertently become the next like Rush Limbaugh. You do, and it's like you you just hate everything, and you're like liberals. I'm like that's your whole <laughs> like, podcast. Uh, well, he was successful. Yeah, Maybe. but it, like, who fills his void though? Uh, they would have. Okay, just yeah. Uh, <laughs> now onto the topic of daytime radio personalities. Uh, they would have guys fill in for him because I was, you know, I always worked blue collar jobs. So I would end up people would play Rush Limbaugh. I've listened to a lot of Rush Limbaugh. And they had a guy from Milwaukee, Mark Belling, take over for him every now and then. But Mark Belling wasn't that good. Yeah, I don't know. Say what you want about Rush Limbaugh. He's kind of like Alex Jones. Like, God damn it, if they, like, there's something entertaining about them. Yeah. I mean, and it's true. Like, every blue collar work, like, even like when I, when my dad, we'd work on billboards because my dad was a radio man. We'd always listen to Rush Limbaugh. And like, I don't even know why. It's just like the fact that he was on 
Then you would talk. It's better than like listening to the same five eighties rock song they play on the local, you know, rock station and or whatever. Radio like at least like, Yeah, sure, it all does. Like Rush Limbaugh was at least he was entertaining. Like the guy would make me chuckle. I'm not afraid to say it. Yeah, but now that like, you look at conservative radio and you have like Ben Ben Stiller Shapiro, Shapiro and his voice Ben Stiller and yeah. His, and then Trevor Noah left. He's uh, yeah from the other side. He wasn't any good. And I'm yeah, gonna... Ben Shapiro is a little wiener. <laughs> he just has such a like nasally voice. You like I can't. I can't yeah, make... and he's like five foot two, and like yeah, I don't know. He's one of those guys. Like even if I agree with you, man, like there is a way you make your argument that makes you unlikable. Yeah, I haven't started listening to Tim Pool, and I kind of like Tim Pool. I don't know who that is. Just, I'll send you a link. I like his stuff. The people are kind of crazy, but it's still entertaining. I think it's good radio. Sure. Well, all right, brother. Well, I appreciate you yeah. calling in and giving your, your hot take on Jeffrey Dahmer and the Milwaukee accent and if it really is, if it meets the standard. I think that was really sure. the goal of this whole podcast. I think we nailed that. I think we got it. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Anytime, Phil. Well, we'll uh, we'll touch back base, and we'll get we'll get another one going soon. More organized. Sounds good. All right, See bye. you, man. All right, bye.